0: Today on Broadway for Wednesday, February 28th, 2018, I'm Broadway World's Matt Tiamanini. And I am Broadway star's James Marino. James, I know we had uh, Jenna Tessa Fox's latest episode of Spotlight come out two days ago now, yesterday, two days ago, whatever Monday, it was. Yeah. Monday, she talked with our good buddy, Robbie Rizal. I think she actually talked to him before he went to London yes. for like three days, to do Melissa Erica's concert, but he's back. And tonight, his latest venture at 54 Below uh, takes place, which is what the Spotlight episode was about. It's 54 Sings Jane Eyre. Um, this is a concert that's happening twice. I believe it is at 7 and 9.30, 7 and 9.30. It was originally going to star, I think the first time we talked about it, Elena Shadow, but uh, she had to rush off and do something else that was unexpected. So the wonderful and talented Samantha Macelle, uh took over the title role there so i'm sure that this will be fantastic kevin massey who i saw as the lead in gentleman's guide to love and murder on tour is in it as well so i'm sure this will be wonderful it looks like there's still a few tickets left so if you have nothing to do tonight head over to 54 below support our friend robbie who is directing and this incredible cast uh highly recommend and listen to uh jenna's episode beforehand as well uh, Robbie is also narrating as well as directing. Oh, I didn't know that. I haven't. Oh, yes. very fancy. Very it's fancy. Very fancy.
1: It and is. Matt, uh, I did not tell you this, but uh, just this news came across the transom, and we're really excited. You know, you've been doing this Broadway radio thing for about two years now, and uh-huh. um, I'm nervous. Uh, your clearance just came through. You have uh, you have achieved. Uh, <laughs> top security clearing so I I don't have to bust you down
0: to uh, you know thank you I I appreciate that excellent great (laughs) <laughs> well, that's good because at the end of this episode we have a little interview that I did with Autumn Hurlbert. I would have hated to have to cancel that because I'm not allowed to see highly classified information. Um uh, Autumn is uh playing playing Porsche on the something rotten tour that is currently playing Philadelphia's Kimmel Center. And um back in like November, they were out in LA and she tweeted something, and you guys have heard me talk about Autumn before, both because I she was my favorite on Legally Blonde Search for the Next Elle Woods. And then I fanboyed over her reaction to Adam Pascal singing uh Light My No, Can- no one song Glory for uh Broadway Cares thing. But anyway, so back in this December it was, she posted a picture with um some hints about potentially her being on The Price is Right now, uh, because it hadn't aired yet. She was not allowed to tell me much about what happened on The Price is Right. But apparently the entire company of Something Rotten went. Um, I, I think there has to be more. She wasn't allowed to tell me anything about it, but I'm hoping I, I know nothing. I'm just going to assume that there will be more. That episode actually airs today. So check your local listings and um DVR it or something I will be watching Prices Right for the first time since I was like 15 uh, just hoping to be able to see them she said you will definitely see and hear them screaming even if no one gets on stage but we also talk about the tour and she has a really cool thing she has a three year old son and both her son and her husband actually travel uh, on the road with him her husband's a psychologist and he's kind of uh, moved to more mobile counseling and does like Skype and phone, but they've been on the road with her for this entire year plus of the Something Rotten tour that winds up here uh, in May, I believe. So it was a really fun interview. I've, this is something that's been in the making for like, or not in the making, but something that I've been looking forward to for like 10 years. So I was very, very geeked to uh, to get to talk to Autumn.
1: Uh, do you know Susan Owen? Who Susan Owen is? Uh, uh, Broadway, Broadway actress Susan Owen? No. Oh, you don't? Um, so Susan did Phantom of the Opera, she's a Broadway stalwart, and uh, has been around, um, and she posted on Facebook about her, (laughs) she was like, so I am, I haven't really been singing a lot, because you're doing a lot of the mommy thing, and she says, uh, it's always heartening when you decide to sing for fun after a long hiatus and your son immediately puts his hands over his ears and yells, Stop, Mommy, like he's being tortured. <laughs> that feels nice. Yeah, so. it's, a, it's a hard knock life. Yeah, exactly. So. <laughs> Susan, we know the parent pain. <laughs> we know it.
0: <laughs> I, I, I do not.
1: I- okay, that's true. All right. Um... Wow, Three Tall Women postpones first Broadway previews.
0: Yeah, rumors had been swirling since Monday, uh, but yesterday, early morning, ticket sellers started contacting audience members to let them know that the first two previews of Edward Albee's Three Tall Women Broadway revival had been postponed due to a technical issue. Eventually, a press release came out to confirm that. Um, so instead of the show beginning performances last night, it will now start tomorrow, March 1st. Everyone who had previously purchased tickets for the canceled performances will be able to either reschedule their visit or to get a re- Fund at their point of purchase. Of course, the show will not have any performances on Sunday as it is, as one of the show's stars, Lori Metcalf, will be out in Hollywood waiting to find out if she can add an O to her E and her T. As Natalie talked about on Monday's episode, Oscar winner Glenda Jackson and Tony nominee Allison Pill are co starring in the production that will be directed by Joe Mantello, which will officially open at the Golden Theater on March 29th, unless some technical issue happens and they have to postpone that too. But um, this is, as far as I can tell, James, I I have not heard anything to the contrary. This is not one of those technical issues or scheduling conflicts Mm. or creative differences. This is a legitimate technical issue uh, that they weren't able to get figured out and uh, they're just pushing back. So I don't see this being a big deal other than for the people who unfortunately had to miss the – performance that they'd purchase tickets for. But other than that, I don't see this being a problem after it finally starts on March 1st. Do
1: you think that they figured out that three tall women is stars starring Alison Pill and she's five feet tall?
0: I mean, I don't, I don't know much about this show, but I'm imagining <laughs> that the tallness of the women might be uh, a metaphor. I, I don't know that. Mm-hmm. I, I, I literally know nothing about this show, but I could see it not being literal like height. Mm-hmm. It's,
1: and it's a metaphor like the Fantastics.
0: All right. I, I love the Fantastics. I Don't love the on.
1: Fantastics
0: too. I'm just. I mean, other than the problematic rape song, but, you know, yeah, whatever. There's that. All right. Uh,
1: second. Oh, another blockbuster, uh-huh. Michael Riedel, reportedly leaving the New York Post.
0: Yeah. I. I'm not exactly sure how to feel about this one, James, but yesterday morning it was announced that Michael Riedel would be joining Lynn Berman – don't know who he is – as the co-host for 710 WOR's – Really? You don't know who Lynn Berman is? I live in Orlando, Florida. I've never lived in New York. I don't know anything about New York radio. Um, so, But but at that point, nothing was said about his status with the New York Post. Then the New York Times' as Michael Paulson tweeted out the following, that the Post, quote, says it is hoping to continue running Riedel's Broadway column in some capacity, but details have yet to be worked out. Then minutes after that tweet went out uh, over at TEDx Broadway, apparently after he was introduced as the New York Post's theater columnist, Michael Riedel corrected the person who introduced him and said that in two weeks he'll be the former New York Post theater columnist. Uh, So, James, as I said, I don't know anything about radio stations up in New York. I honestly don't know anything about radio stations here in Orlando. I listen to Sirius XM. But I do know that Riedel has been doing quite a bit more radio recently. He's had regular segments. I don't know if on this show, but on something else. Um, and with the changing of his column frequency and the number of inches he's been allowed, uh, I guess this makes sense. I mean, the the New York Post has cut back significantly on its theater coverage. They don't have reviews anymore. So I guess this is probably the move that Makes sense career wise for him, but I'm conflicted because as has been made clear, I think that about three quarters of his columns are pure hackery, but he is in that extra one quarter, the only theater journalist breaking news about Broadway other than when they are given an exclusive by a production. I mean, obviously people are breaking news about things happening tangential to Broadway with all of the, uh, the controversies and, and, you know, harassment claims and all that stuff, but about shows and casting and stuff, he's the only one doing it. So I, I'm not sure how I feel about him not doing it anymore, at least not in print. Maybe he'll do it on radio, but James, I know when this was announced, you were less than surprised.
1: Absolutely. I have seen this coming down, the, down the pipe for a while now. Um, Just the the dramatic changes in the print publications here in New York and uh, with all the cutbacks, as you've mentioned already, at the the New York Post, uh, I thought it was just a matter of time. So first of all, Len Berman uh, is with NBC Sports and a lot of baseball and football. Um, No No relation
0: to Chris Berman.
1: No ESPN, as far as I know. I, I, you know, could be, but um, so and and Len is not a young guy, so uh, you know, and I'm not sure what his show is that Riedel's joining. I mean, Riedel's couldn't be joining a sports show, could he? But I, I think it's think just so. a morning show, um, and I would not rule out Riedel showing up at some other website so hmm. uh, I wonder
0: yeah I think I know what which one you're talking about. That would yeah. be dot news. <laughs>
1: so anyway, uh I don't think that we're seeing the last of Michael Riedel and his uh, good fortune. Did you hear about his uh his makeup proposal with uh,
0: Bernadette Peters? <laughs> I did. I did. Apparently after her run in Gypsy or during her run in Gypsy completely ravaged her and said that she was it was awful and terrible. And they've had a feud ever since, although I have a feeling that she is one of like. Hundreds of Broadway people that have feuds with Michael Riedel. But apparently after seeing her in Hello, Dolly, he got down on one knee and begged her forgiveness, which she granted. And apparently she made them get a picture of it. Um, But look, he knows where his bread is buttered. I mean, like it's it's in it's in the Broadway stars and being a part of that community. I mean, maybe it's not buttered there anymore since he's going on to do other things. But, you know, it's a smart move not to piss off somebody of Bernadette Peter's stature for too, too long. I mean, 15 years, but whatever.
1: Hmm. All right. Uh, Let's move into the show and casting news. Uh, Anastasia to lose two original stars on 325.
0: Yeah. Yesterday it was announced that original Anastasia principals Derek Klenna and Caroline O'Connor would play their final performance as Dimitri and Lily respectively on March 25th. No word yet as to whom will step into those roles, but with less than a month to go until they take over, I would imagine that we would find out fairly soon. Christy Altamere, who is playing the title princess, she apparently is staying on with the show, at least for the foreseeable future. Also yesterday, we found out that the theater gods had half smiled on me and granted me one of my two requests regarding regarding, uh, Jerry Springer, the opera, as the new group has extended the show's run off-Broadway through April 1st. It had originally been scheduled to close on March 11th, so a fairly substantial extension there. However... Unfortunately for me, they did not see fit to add in any random matinees to their <laughs> weekly schedule between March 19th and 26th. Um, so I, I don't have any room to see them in my, uh, to see it on my trip next month. But James, OK, when I come back in the fall. I'm asking you, I've already asked uh, my my colleagues, Alan and Julie, obviously, Julie, you know, Julie on this show. um, I've asked them to not let me book so far in advance next time. It's more expensive when I do that and I run out of spots too quickly. I'm not very good at waiting on these things. I want to see what I want to see, but I need to I need to hold back at least two or three spots for my fall trip and not overbook myself too early. So can you help me with that?
1: I'll work on that. Maybe, you know, Jerry Springer will do an actress fun performance at
0: like 3 p.m. on on a Tuesday. No, yeah. You know, that'd be great. I would appreciate that. Anyway, the the other big news here is that the show's leading man, Terrence Mann, no pun intended, will not be continuing with the production during its extension, as he has a prior scheduling commitment that he has to head out and do. He does so many different things with directing and starring. It's not a surprise. So in his place will be Matt McGrath as the titular mayor who paid for a prostitute with a personal check turned talk show host. McGrath has a long history of performance on and off-Broadway and around the country. He was in the original MCC production of The Legend of George McBride a couple years ago and was actually a replacement Hedwig in the original off-Broadway run as well. He will take over the role of Springer beginning on March 13th, the first day of the extension. And finally, in this section on Tuesday, Broadway Cares, Equity Fights AIDS announced some of the stars that will be taking place or taking part in this year's Broadway Backwards. Announced as part of the festivities to perform gender bending songs will be Titus Burgess, the legendary Lynn Carreau, Julie Halston, Jay Armstrong Johnson, Andrew Keenan Bolger, the equally legendary Andrea Martin, another legend, Haley Mills, Alex Noel, Leia Salonga. Uh, Elizabeth Stanley, Tony Yazbek, and more. Also, additional guests will be announced in the coming weeks. This year's concert will take place on Monday, April 2nd at Broadway's Al Hirschfeld Theater. And all proceeds will benefit Broadway Cares and the Lesbian, Gay, Bisexual, and Transgender Community Center in New York City. There are a few tickets remaining, apparently, which you can purchase at BroadwayCares.org. And if you can't remember that very difficult URL, we will have it in the show notes at BroadwayVideo.com.
1: Yes. Bicefa is doing such great work. <laughs> All right. Uh, do you know where Bicefa comes from?
0: I mean, Broadway cares, equity by AIDS, but I don't know where the usage of that uh, mnemonic comes from, no. Uh, Dame Edna, I think. Ah, uh, that makes sense.
1: I think Dame Edna coined it. I'm not 100% sure, but... Uh, Dame Edna up on stage right. was was asking everybody what this besepha thing was
0: and and should that's she good. wear a big Easter bonnet? I like it that's very good, and it 's not a mnemonic, so nobody tweet me. I know that 's not a mnemonic, but whatever. <laughs> All right. What's up in the recommendations? All right. We still have to get to my interview with Autumn here in a minute. So I'm just going to give you three articles that I want you to go and read. I spent way too much time reading them today. Don't tell my boss. Um, but uh, they're really fantastic. The first one is from the New York Times. Jesse Green wrote the article, A Brief History of Gay Theater in 3X. Kind of starts with a kind of the premise of the boys in the band coming to Broadway here in a couple months. It's really nice. Then I have to admit I have been fairly lukewarm on the casting of Lauren Ambrose as Eliza Doolittle in My Fair Lady, but Alexis Solowski had a really, really nice feature on her in The Times today. Lauren Ambrose finally gets her musical. Of course, that is a reference to the fact that my Fair Lady director Bart Shear had not only cast her in a revival of Funny Girl, but actually announced it starring alongside Bobby Cannavale. And then it collapsed because nobody wanted to see Lauren Ambrose in a musical. So uh, that but it's a really nice profile. You get to see some behind the scenes footage or uh, behind the scenes photos of rehearsals for My Fair Lady. So that's very cool. And then last but certainly not least, over at the interval, Victoria Myers has a great uh retrospective profile, if you will, on Bernadette Peters, uh, because she is turning 70 this week. And uh, yes, that is impossible. She looks phenomenal. Yes. Well, and that's kind of the the premise of the the article and especially the title, Bernadette Peters, Young and Cute Forever and Never. So it's a really cool article. We we love the interval and uh, uh, but all three of those are um, really good. Uh, you know, fairly, not short, but, you know, fairly sizable reads, uh, but they shouldn't take you too, too long. Um, But it's uh, really good stuff to read to get you ready to, uh, you know, get through the hump day. Ah, that's great. Thanks for the uh, recommendations.
1: All right. uh, Why don't we take a listen here to your interview with Something Rotten star, Autumn Hurlburt.
0: Let's start with, with something right. you've been over what it's, it's almost like 450 shows or something. You guys have been out there on the road going across the country. How has that all uh, been going for you?
2: Oh, it's great. I think we're so lucky. Um, You know, it's, it can be kind of a crazy world, right? It seems, you know, it feels like a crazy world right now. And um, to be doing a show that's really funny and smart and, and heartfelt and, you know, is really special. And we feel really lucky to be able to do that. Uh, And it's just such a great company. It's wonderful people. And, you know, it's a comedy, but there's, you know, you would think you would get bored after a year, but we're still making each other laugh. And it's really, it's, we're just having the best time. It's, we're very, very lucky. That's
0: awesome. I actually uh live in Orlando, Florida, so you guys will be down here in my neck of the woods in a couple oh, months. Yes. So, I am so oh, so excited, excited to see it. Oh, I imagine so. Although it's like late April, so it'll probably be really hot and humid, so I apologize about that ahead of time. But hey, um we
2: we're, we're going to be coming out of the frozen tundra, so uh, we're we i don't think we're
0: gonna mind <laughs> okay perfect perfect so yeah you talk about this show is so much fun one of the most one of the things that i loved is i don't know if you posted it or someone else posted it but i think it was a broadway cares equity fights aids thing when um adam <laughs> sang i was just saying one song glory yeah. and just the <laughs> i was living through your expression watching him <laughs> sing that song i loved that so much um, what's it, what's it been like not only being on on tour with him but just that group as as a whole i mean it's such a a great cast
2: oh it's such a wonderful cast and everyone is so ridiculously funny in their own you know right and we are constantly testing each other on stage and um learning from each other and you know it's um it's been a great experience uh you know, I really Maggie is the only um, she's the only other principal female lead. So we've really bonded together in a great way, um, and we spend e- kind of equal um, stage time. So we get a lot of bonding time when we're not on stage. And you know, working with Adam, I'll I'll never forget when I saw his name, you know, at the press release. I was like, Oh my gosh, I'm I'm going on to tour with Adam Pascal. Like, how, <laughs> when does that happen in your life? When does that you know, and that it's like. This community is so small that, on one hand, you're like, "Oh my god, I'm working with Adam Pascal," and you're like, "Oh yeah, duh." (laughs) (laughs) It's about time, right? You know, know for a while. (laughs) Yeah,
0: that's awesome. (laughs) are we
2: all going to work with each other at some point? (laughs) Yeah,
0: it's it's all very uh, a lot of overlapping there. I'm I'm sure it's just uh, you'll hit everybody on the original cast of Rent at some point in the next few years.
2: There you go. There you go. If only. Oh, my goodness. That would be pretty amazing. I'm knocking
0: on wood for that, you. I, that, was, yeah.
2: that would have to be on my special skills in my resume. I've worked with all of the original <laughs> rent.
0: <laughs> yeah. I, I wouldn't put it past you. I wouldn't put it past you. But uh, I know things are a little weird. You've got a young son as well. How does that work? Does he travel yeah. with you? How, how do you handle all of that?
2: Yeah. Yeah. No, my son travels with me. He... Um, he and my husband, actually, um, my husband was able to take a little break. Oh, He's cool. a psychologist and, um, he still has some phone clients and clients via Skype, but he and my son travel with me. And we I think we think we're getting the hang of it
0: as you're (laughs) winding down. Yeah. As you're winding down the tour.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Right. Yeah. We're really in full swing now that we're almost done. Um, But no, it's actually we're we're again, really lucky. Lincoln is my son's name. Uh, He is so amenable. Like, he just totally goes with the flow. But he's also celebrated um one birthday on the road already and he's about to celebrate another birthday. So he's about to turn three in Orlando actually. Oh wow.
0: That's a that's a perfect place for it.
2: Yeah, right. Well he will have tons to do tons to do for him. Um but he just started saying, you know, we were traveling from Worcester, Massachusetts to Philly and you know, at one point in the car when, you know, we were getting a little restless and we were saying, okay, just hang on, buddy. You know, When we get out of the car, we're going to do da-da-da-da-da. And he said, no, I want to go back to Worcester. <laughs> I want to go back home. So he's Aww. just starting to realize that we move cities every week. So, um, you know, we keep teasing that by the time we get to back to New York and we're there for a while, he's going to say, why have we been here for so long? What's our <laughs> next city? Where are we going?
0: It's a sit-down. You guys will have a sit-down in New York. <laughs>
2: yeah. It's a sit down. We have a long sit down in New York. (laughs) Are
0: you you looking forward to getting off the road now that it's been, a you know, it's over a year now and it'll be another three, four months before Are you looking forward to being stationary for uh, some whatever amount of time that that might be?
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's always bittersweet. You know, there are really beautiful perks to being on the road and getting to see all these beautiful cities and having them. Each city presents its most favorite things to you and what they're most prideful of. So you really experience the best of every place. Um, but I do miss, I miss little things like sitting on my couch with my favorite throw blanket. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. And a
2: gigantic candle <laughs> <laughs> that you can't, can't travel. Yeah,
0: I say, you know you can't I do mean? that in hotels. Yeah. <laughs>
2: No, <laughs> oh, no, I miss baking. I love baking. I love making cupcakes, breads. you know, I, and you can't do that very often on the road. We try to do Airbnbs about half the time. But even then, it's great to have a kitchen, but to buy all the supplies you would need is yeah. nonsensical sometimes you're in a city for so long you know it's a lot of wasted food so i'm excited to have a pantry again basically
0: <laughs> the the drawbacks of being on the road is you don't have a pantry right yeah. absolutely that's the top of the list so <laughs> yeah
2: right not that you, not that anyone has a pantry in New York. We all yeah. have a, a cupboard. I guess I should say it's a cupboard. It's a
0: it's a pantry that doubles as a bathroom and a second bedroom.
2: Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly.
0: So, so you you talk about all these different cities present all of the best that they have, and when you're there, you get to experience the you know what makes Worcester great or what makes Orlando great when you're here. Yeah. But when you were out in Los Angeles you did something that we don't know much about and we probably can't talk much about, but you posted a picture and you had that very familiar little name tag and a picture of Drew Carey in Shakespearean garb. um, And you said that you were going to have something. So what can you tell us? What are we allowed to know? And a, did you get that shirt made custom or do they actually sell that somewhere?
2: Oh, I wish they sold that. I think, I think they would, Benefit by selling that shirt, but no, actually, um, we found out that we were accepted to be in the audience of Price Is Right. Um, our supervisor, Brian Kennedy, organized it, and so a big group of us went to the Price Is Right. and Rob McChord designed our shirts, and so of course we, you did we got, yeah. you know five dollar t shirts from Target, and then we did iron on.
0: Uh, <laughs> that what's those that are called? awesome for <laughs> like iron on. Those are great, are they
2: great shirts. I know it's amazing. He Ravafleur could have about ten different professions. He's good at a lot of things.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that's not fair for everybody else. But um, yeah, but it's, <laughs> it's got this very you know Shakespearean scroll thing that says to thine own self, and then below it has a picture of Drew Carey's face with the the be collar Drew. and the quill. Wah, wah. Yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> so to thine own self, be Drew. Yeah. yeah so
2: it's really creative.
0: That airs. Today, we're, we're, this is, this episode's airing on that, the on February 28th, so it airs today. So if people are yes. listening, they need to go and find their local listings to see what yes. may or may not happen.
2: Yeah, I mean, you'll definitely see us screaming in the audience, and then who knows what else.
0: Okay, yeah, yeah that, you got to sign NDAs <laughs> or something that you're not allowed to... Uh, to talk about nothing. I mean, there were some interesting hashtag. There were some interesting, ha- interesting hashtags on your uh, Instagram post. I mean, spin the wheel, one dollar. I, I mean, I, I'm just saying, plinko. Well, you
2: no, know, those are all. No, to be fair, those were just things I was really looking forward okay. to seeing in person at The prices Right. But you know, you know, I was on a reality show. I'm really good at keeping keeping secrets.
0: Oh, oh, trust me, I am I am well acquainted acquainted with your reality show history. That is, it's not lost on me, Autumn, not at all. So, okay, that's fair. So we will be watching. I will wish retroactively, I will wish you and the entire company of something rotten luck. But um, I, oh, I haven't I haven't watched The Price is Right in years, but I will be watching as soon as it airs uh, here yeah. in Orlando today. So that's exciting. But that's one oh, of those good. perks of being yeah. on tour, right?
2: exactly yeah no it's we were, that is it's definitely top of the list and we've had gosh i think we've had 10 or 15 crazy cool experiences that i will never forget as long as i live it's, it's again we're just really really lucky
0: that's awesome and to be able to have your husband and son with you too i'm sure that's a, a lot yeah, of memories so have been made special. for your family yeah well awesome well thank you so much um Good luck with the rest of the tour. I, I'm so excited to see you guys when you come to town here in Orlando in April. And uh, I hope you have We're a so
2: excited to be there. Yeah,
0: have a wonderful birthday for your son. Hopefully you do something Disney or Universal related at some point, because I'm sure that'll be a, a high point we'll for a lot of folks. will definitely
2: be doing both of those things. Awesome.
1: <laughs> All
0: right, Matt, why don't you get us out of here? All right. Thanks for listening to today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Broadway Radio. And you can find me on Twitter at BWW Matt and subscribe to something like a pop on iTunes, Stitcher or Google Play.
1: And my name is James Marino from BroadwayRadio.com and BroadwayStars.com. Whatever you do, don't fall for the old joke. What month has 28 days? They all do. So uh, Matt and I will be back tomorrow and we'll talk to you then.